before the bloodbath begins, slither your way over to the host's socials. For the podcast, slash over to Twitter at the BHO underscore podcast. Instagram, the Baron's Hideout Podcast. Then stab over to Dean's Instagram at Dean of the Dead Hot Sauce. Listen to the show on your favorite apps and Patreon. Enjoy the sleigh and try to stay alive. For the next period of time, strap in as the hosts rip and tear at the unsuspecting guests and which deliver their dark secrets and methods of the genre. In this bloodbath, no one gets out alive. This is Within the Barrens. Joining us today is the creator of Symphony, a clubhouse horror anthology, Jason Ragosta. Let's talk all things horror and anthologies. Jason, how are you doing? Doing great, Dustin. Thanks so much for having me. Yeah, I mean, uh, I have to give huge thanks to Screenbox, as always, for, you know, allowing these things to kind of happen. And um, now that you're on their their platform and... um, I do a lot of coverage for them with like interviews and, and doing movie reviews. This is a movie I've actually been wanting to see ever since it was in the festivals. Um, Cause I believe that was uh, last year, right? It was like late last year. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we got really lucky and had an October release. So we had like the Halloween release, which is very coveted among the horror uh, folks. Um, so we had our, festival run right before that um we premiered at brooklyn horror festival and then we were at nightmares uh film festival which was very cool yeah and um during that whole thing my my twitter was blowing up about you got to see this movie you got to see this movie i'm like oh my god i wish i was at these festivals so i could see it um but now you're amongst so many great films and such a great platform and what they do for films over on Screenbox and even for the people who, who watch the films is unbelievable. Like, you are in such good company. <laughs> and that's the way that, that we felt. You know, um, I'm, I'm actually one of several creators, obviously, because it's an anthology. Yeah. And, like, everybody, as soon as, like, I, I kind of posted about, like, us being on Screenbox, because we didn't necessarily know beforehand, we were all so excited because anyone who knows horror and knows like the connections that permeate into uh screenbox know how well curated it is and just the mix of like obscure cool horror you can't find anywhere else and like you know the classics and then uh some of my favorites like currently on screenbox i don't know if this is everywhere but like symphony is right next to stitches which is yep. one of my favorite films so i'm like this is just so cool like to even see it up there with like chopping mall and like all these other movies in, in Terrifier 2 and everything. I'm just like, we are in very good company, which has been the theme across the board in our journey with Symphony. Like even at the Brooklyn Horror Film Festival and Nightmares, like the other films that were playing there were so cool. And like the other creators, like we just felt so privileged uh, to get to be part of this amazing horror community, you know? 
Yeah, and you know we welcome you with with open oh, arms. Um, so I've seen this since it dropped. I think I've ran through it two or three times, and each time it gets, gets better and better. I love anthology films. I love them. Um, but before we start jumping in to everything about this film, I always like to kind of go back to the beginning with anybody that I talk to on here, and, and like where did filmmaking or writing or anything like that when did it start for you yeah so ever since i was like a little kid i was drawing and i would draw monsters i'd draw like corpses rising up out of like graveyards and like i remember i did this weird drawing when i was a kid that had like this weird arm that came out of the ground and like the finger had exploded and there was an eyeball floating That's over awesome. it and so, of course, my parents were worried. And I think at one point my uncle suggested I see a psychiatrist. Like, you know, I, I squeaked through without being institutionalized. And then uh, later on, I went to art school and I, you know, had a, a journey as, as learning to be an illustrator and uh, did a total fine arts thing with oil painting, sculpture, all that. But then at a certain point and like my third year of college, like, I got kind of disillusioned with the whole illustration game because I saw how, you know, like once someone worked for years or decades to get into a place as an illustrator, they just hire someone right out of school to copy them. <laughs> and I was like, this seems like a terrible path. For <laughs> or at least that's the way it felt to me. I mean, there are amazing illustrators out there that make a fantastic living at it. I just sure. had a bad feeling about it. And I searched my brain. I was like, well, what do you really love? And I, I was like, film. You know, and so from that day on, I decided to be a filmmaker and I went at it. I, I was self-taught. I, I bought every book I could find. At, like, I used to like haunt borders in the cafe <laughs> there, you know, and um, and then eventually what I did is I went out and bought first. I, I started shooting on like high eight and like DV, you know, okay. um, back in the day. And I took like a media 100 editing course, like a video course at my school and then eventually I got a, my first Bolex and I actually shot a bunch of, I shot a music video in 16 millimeter. And then I shot a stop motion animation film where I made these like little characters. It was called Limbs Interdimensional Journey. That's so and awesome. And it was like this thing I called a lizard monkey. And I had like stitched leather over plasticine on an aluminum armature it's because i didn't want to like re have to re-sculpt it every time because that's what you have to do with uh claymation um and i built this set and it was like this whole thing where he's like in his world and then one day he wakes up and he sees that his world is a set and he goes and, and like climbs up through my apartment and like looks at my dreams it was weird that yeah, sounds so weird. interesting i want to watch yeah. that <laughs> that was on vhs i think i still have it i'll have to get it like transferred at some yes point that sounds my other brilliant super early stuff that's that's <laughs> awesome i i love things like that um and it's kind of like a common theme with a lot of people who you know get into filmmaking is like either they had like a camera when they were growing up because their parents had it when they were you know filming life events or whatnot or you just love it so much that you find your way around and you get all the books like you like you're not the first person to say that you go and buy all these books and take these like classes to kind of like teach yourself to go and do this and it's always super inspiring to hear um, people who started out that way and now are getting onto streaming services like 
screen box or going to festivals or having a, a major film that everybody falls in love with. Um, it's it's always so cool to hear the beginnings of where uh, these people are now. Yeah, and, and a big part of it is madness and delusion because I think if anyone <laughs> knew when they started out what it actually takes to make films, no one would ever do it. But being <laughs> delusional and overconfident or like hyperconfident goes a long way yes yes it's worth it on the other side i could say that 24 years later that it is worth it <laughs> but man has it been a ride yeah well you you're here doing great things now amongst you know am amazing other people in this film because every segment on here is so well done and what i love about this too is the theme like the the one main theme that's really going on about this is life events and emotions. Usually when I'm watching like anthologies, it's just like people walking into a house and like things just go wrong. But this one, it's like really heightened on like childbirth or somebody um, is struggling in life. So to go and do something that, you know, ends up bad or, you know, home invasions and, and stuff like this. It's really like it's. It's dark themes, but it's so real. And that's what I think makes this film so powerful and amazing to watch and also really scary. Because um, I, I have a five-year-old son and there's a okay. segment in here, you know, where there there's a child and he does things. <laughs> and like the parents are doing everything they can to, you know, be there for the child and i relate to that so much obviously what happens in there is like <laughs> completely extreme <laughs> i assume that one you're talking about is uh the keeper is yes that the one? yes yeah that's that's uh greg uh greg green and uh west drivers one uh greg wrote it and west directed it what i love that one the the ending of that one is so great it's it just pays off so well <laughs> yeah yeah it's it is it's crazy but i love it but being able to like have some sort of like connection to it in in a weird way is yeah. is a good thing especially when it comes to films um cuz there's so much out there and i anytime i can like relate to something in a film regardless of how crazy it is it just makes it way more impactful and important and everything in here someone can relate to in some sort of level so i congrat you and everybody else for Thank making you. this amazing film. I'm, I'm so glad that uh, that you felt it, you know, and that you dug it. Um, yeah, I mean, what amazes me about it is, like, I'm a huge fan of anthology films as well, going all the way from, like, Cat's Eye and, like, Tales nice. from the Dark Side all the way through to, like, VHS and, and those amazing films now. Um, and so, like, what was interesting about ours is, like, each one of the creators or the teams of creators that made their short attacked horror from a completely different way so some of them are funny yep. some of them are like you know these really grounded life experiences you know one of them Haley's, which is one of my favorites as well although i have too many favorites <laughs> um is just her turning 30 yeah the horror the horror of that and, and that's you know, me next like, month <laughs> there you go so you have something to look forward to you've been warned um <laughs> but like and then the different version of the music in each one, which, you know, Haley's, I mean, it sounds like it could be on the radio. Like, yeah. like the, those guys made such amazing versions of the songs. I have like two versions in mine uh, between the chant one at the end and then the little kids one on the like iPad. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
but yeah and then like the kind of country western one in uh in jason wilkinson's one in the car which was another really creepy one um and yeah just and then of course with kimmy's uh kimmy kill Co- zombies uh one with the um un- uh, uh, us oh my god it was part seen the t- do us part. That's the way it was. I wanted to say until we part or whatever. But like <laughs> hers, I love that one from the time that we did the like little script. Like we did a a, a writer's room kind of at the beginning. Um, and as soon as I read that one, I was like, oh man, this feels so much like Beetlejuice. I love this. Yeah. You know? But so different than, you know, where mine is more like Halloween meets Evil Dead or something, you know, with Mother Love. But yeah, each one was just so cool um and then marks you know he's like filming at oxford in the uk and has one of those beautiful cars uh luckily i got to draw that on one of the posters because i did a poster for each oh that's awesome one and drawing that car was a lot of fun (laughs) a lot of fun it looked like it would have been really fun to drive (laughs) yeah oh my god and it was electric it was an electric converted one as well um so yeah it's pretty pretty wild stuff yeah it's just what can you do to top anything in here? Um, I don't know. Because of how, like I'm saying, you know, how impactful everything is. And yeah, the music really does add to and how funny, especially at the end, that like you run through all like the different versions of it. I, I love that. That was such a, a cool way to kind of go out. Really cool. And we didn't expect that. We saw that for the first time when we were at a theater in LA. We had an early screening with like, 80 to 100 of like just horror royalty (laughs) in LA. This was after we had uh, done a panel on Symphony at the November special edition of Comic-Con, which was amazing. Um, So we had this like amazing week where we went to Comic-Con, did a panel and then had the screening in LA. Um, And yeah, the first time we saw it was up on the big screen. That's awesome. And and what it was is uh, Michael Galvin, who's one of our uh, producers. It was Mike and then Sebastian Bazile, who are our our leaders. It was Sebastian's vision originally that even made the thing happen Um, because we were in this like clubhouse room at like four in the morning. And he's like, oh, you guys love horror. We all love horror. Let's make a horror anthology. We're all like, yeah, right. Like, that's going to (laughs) happen. You know, he's like, but send me scripts. So. Hank Pena sent him one within four hours because he's a madman. And then the rest of us got it to him over the, I got mine in the next couple of days. And just over the first week, he had them all. He read them all. And he was like, these are actually good. He showed them to Mike. He got Mike on board. And then they had to sign contracts, gave us money. And we were off to the races. That's awesome. Um, but Mike Galvin is actually the one who edited our trailer and the entire film. Wow. Um, and he put together those little sequences at the end that really put like to me, it just gets across what was evident about this from beginning to end, which is every single person involved put so much love and care into it, you know, um, and just him like kind of giving each short their special little credit sequence at the end was just like we were all very touched by that. And also, you know um the the kind of in memoriam to john who is michael's partner who passed uh uh during during um when we were finishing up the film which was you know a big blow uh yeah. as well yeah um that's awesome being able to witness that with an audience on the big screen 
like I would have been I would have been in tears if it was my if it was my film. We were very excited. <laughs> <laughs> I was sitting next to Mark and we were both looking at each other like Yeah, that's yeah, cool. yeah. That's that's so awesome. Um yeah. and I wanna I wanna bring bring it into this, um, Clubhouse. So was it because you were all connecting on Clubhouse as why you are I guess essentially dedicating it to the Clubhouse um social app right yeah so we all met through the app in like the first couple weeks of being on it and uh like sebastian and i we had actually met previously in a writing because there were all these screenwriting rooms and like horror rooms and different things like jed shepherd and alex neuer had this like uh shorts to features room which was amazing um you know jed some people may know he was a writer of host and dash cam uh, Alex did Sound of Violence, which is amazing, with Jasmine Savoy Brown, um, and is working on his new film right now, um, Love is the Monster, I think it's called. Um, and so there was this like horror community coalescing uh, very, very quickly on there. Um, and and so I had met Seb, me, Seb and I were both in a room, a screenwriting room, where like somebody that was on stage was telling new writers not to worry about structure. <laughs> and we both stepped in and we we're like, no, 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 no. Learn structure before you throw structure out if you ever choose to do that. But please learn it first because nobody's going to read that script. You know? <laughs> yeah. You just go into Word and start typing whatever you want. It's not like people look at it and be like, what is this? You know, um, there's a very specific format. So that's how I had met Seb and how I ended up. I saw the room that said horror anthology and and I saw Seb was in there. So that's why I went in and and that's what led to to all this um but from the first room that we were in we had finished the film a feature-length horror anthology within seven months which was crazy that is That's wild not, not normal you know like, yeah with all. multiple writers piecing a story together getting it edited that is that's crazy, but you know everybody was putting into work and had great stories that came out amazing um, we got so lucky with who was in the room and then Nicole. Uh, she did Maternally Damned, uh, Nicole Carlson. Um, she was actually a PA on my set that Mike and Seb met because they came out for the shoot. And she was working so hard on set. Like, she was doing the job of, like, 12 people. And they're like, who's that? And they went up and talked to her. And she's like, I've got this script. And they're like, well, we need one more for this <laughs> thing. And, and man, she killed it. You know, she did a great job. Uh, and it's just pure hustle, you know. Um, and and yeah, just like everybody, uh, just worked so hard. And Stephen Keller with the uh, with the rat, the rat one. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which is definitely one of the grosser ones. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there were some pretty wild like effects that happened in this film too, which I love. I I'm a big fan of of practical when you can see practical and and whatnot. And there's a lot of that in here. And I have to you know tip my hat to everybody for for doing that. Um. And also just how bloody some of these scenes are, which I also really enjoy, especially yeah. uh, the, the car one. That one is crazy. It's like <laughs> leaking out of the car. There's so much. Yeah. It's, and that story too, like that left me feeling so sad. I was like, oh my God, because that is probably happening right now somewhere. We don't know, you know, who, yeah. who knows? And uh, it's like that with all the, the segments in here. Um, but I wanted to ask you, out of all the segments in here, if you had to pick one 
if you are going to make it into a, a full length or anything like that, or just expand on it more, which mm-hmm. one would you want to tackle? Well, I'm biased, obviously, uh, and I've already written a feature length <laughs> script for mine. So oh, I'd, nice. I'd, I'd have to pick mine. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> sorry, guys. Um, but I do think the other ones could make amazing features as well, you know. Um, but yeah, like uh, the uh, the feature length version of um, of of Mother Love, uh, I have I have written a script. I love it. Uh, it would open up like a whole world to like sequels and prequels and like it leads to this past with that's almost like willow or like harry potter but like horror i love <laughs> so, it yeah it, it could be really fun so i'm hoping uh that we get to do that someday you know have a chance to do it and it's able to kind of grow organically from a smaller film into hopefully something bigger you know the way that like john the john wick series has or, yeah or evil dead or or any of those you know it'd be so cool well i'll keep my eye out because um, i'm interested and i'd love to see all of these with a full length or just oh, yeah. other things that happen in those worlds um because they, they're really crazy uh i would love to see keeper be crazy and know everything that happened leading up to where they are yeah um because there's just so much crazy stuff there's a lot of world building and mythology in that that i want to know more about as well you know uh what what uh greg and west did in that was so cool uh and kind of flipped things around to what we'd expect you know which is cool yeah yeah um so outside of anthologies um is there anything else that you are drawn to or pull inspirations from whether it be director or a certain film that help kind of create your style of writing oh yeah for sure um when i when i was a kid uh i grew up reading basically everything that stephen king had written i was the kid in like fourth grade reading it in the back of class and getting in trouble uh you know (laughs) i love that book (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I've read it like three or four times over the years. Um, And then eventually I got into like Anne Rice and like Clive Barker. So, you know, uh, definitely Clive Barker is a massive influence on what I do, um, both in my writing and just cinematically. You know, I think like Nightbreed's one of my all-time favorite films. Oh, yeah. And like, and you know, I was underage when it came out. So I was like begging my father opening weekend. I think we're on a trip in new hampshire for like christmas or something and i dragged him out to a theater to go watch this thing that's awesome that's awesome yeah, yeah. um i'm one of the people that loves the original you know um oh, not yeah. having the decker ending where he come you know he wakes up or whatever that kills me in the director's cut as much <laughs> as, as you know i love clive barker and whatever he wants to do do it but I'm I'm a diehard uh, um, original cut guy, I guess. What know? about the cabal cut with everything? <laughs> that one, that look, more Nightbreed is good Nightbreed. You know? <laughs> yes, that's the way I see it. Um, but yeah, like all the creatures, the fact that the monsters and the outcasts were the good guys um, was fantastic. And then you know David Cronenberg as this killer, probably one of my favorite villains ever in a movie. You know, is is pretty cool. So um so yes that one was huge for me uh you know um uh del toro absolutely 
um, is a major influence, especially his Spanish language films like Devil's Backbone yeah. and um, and uh, um, Pan's Labyrinth. Um, and, and of course, you know, Shape of Water as well, uh, which is more of an English language one. But, uh, you know, just um, the creatures in the worlds that he creates um, and, you know, the Cabin of Curiosities I loved, you know, what yeah, a, that what was a spectrum of, of things that was, you know, <laughs> it's like that was quite the treat. Um, and then, you know, uh, I think Ridley Scott was a big influence on me, you know, with Alien and Blade Runner. Um, and then, you know, just like, but what's funny is I also grew up on like Critters and like, oh, hell yeah. And, you know, like Ghoulies and like, you know, crazy B movies. Um, and then later on, Cemetery Man, oh, um, yeah. Giallo films. Um, the Devils, you know, Ken Russell, Altered States, um, Where the White Worm, all that stuff. Um, Verhoeven, you know, people don't think of Robocop as horror, but it's it's on the edge. <laughs> it is. And that's so funny that you mentioned that, too, because the first episode of the RoboDoc is on Screenbox oh, yeah. now. I know. I know it is. It's, it's it so is good. It. It's so good. Yeah. But yeah. That movie scarred me as a child, I'll tell you that much. <laughs> yeah. But in the best way. It just kind yes. of carved its initials, you know. And I have that scar as well, and, and it was worth it. I mean, I've seen that movie so many times. And, you know, what's sad is you see it, like, they try to remake Verhoeven movies, and they just don't get what made them special, you know. Because it's like crazy. How, <laughs> yeah, and, it, and it's, like, so obvious to me, you know, like what is making this thing awesome. And they just throw all of that out and make these dry replicas that, yeah. you know, um, and then it's like people that watch uh, Starship Troopers and don't get that. It's like cynical and sarcastic. <laughs> and like yeah. what it's actually saying about fascism. I'm like, do you not see this movie? <laughs> um so yeah uh definitely uh and then you know uh, i think it's uh i'm trying to remember the name of that early one with rutger hauer it was like flesh and blood or something like that yeah it's it like, was it was flesh and blood yeah like back in the plague with jennifer jason lee that's an amazing film i just think yeah verhoven is one of one of our less appreciated masters for sure um and yeah even you know <laughs> yeah just uh definitely definitely him um and then like weird ones because i've watched everything so like peter greenaway um you know some of that stuff because there's some really horrific things that happen in greenaway films i don't know if a lot of people have seen them but uh there's some really really savage stuff. i mean you know in um in the one they like fry and eat a guy uh, hell yeah i'm trying yeah you know, hell like, yeah he's literally just served <laughs> naked and fried like deep fried yeah border, borderline horror right there <laughs> yeah it's pretty pretty clear um and just a lot of his other stuff too is very very amazing and savage uh films uh that i love so yeah very rich history of of films uh you know kubrick obviously mm -hmm. um spielberg you know, um, I, I don't care what anybody says about Spielberg. He's forgotten more about making movies than most people will ever know. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, look at the original Jaws. Like, mm -hmm. that movie holds up to this day as probably one of the most perfect films ever made and a horror film. Yes. Um, and, you know, Close Encounters of the Third Kind. I don't know about you, but when I was a kid, that was horror to me. Yeah, <laughs> no. Scared the hell yep. out of me. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
Um, the first Poltergeist uh, scarred me. I watched it way too young. Um, Cameron with Aliens. I remember getting picked up from soccer practice and going to see Aliens, and it haunted my dreams. Like the people in the cocoons and the and the chest. That's so like, awesome! What a wild childhood. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, we had HBO and stuff, so I could watch crazy stuff at home. Um, but yeah, I'm trying to think. Well, in Gremlins, you know, which is a horror Christmas movie, which I actually started writing one of those, and I, I'm hoping to get back to it at some point. It I love horror... horror Christmas movies yeah. so much. And this one's a horror Christmas musical oh. in the vein of Gremlins, and I'm hoping to get back to it. A musical point. element to it? Oh, I'm yeah. intrigued. I'm very, so, very intrigued. Dr. Horrible had a huge impact on me as well. I was completely obsessed with that as well. So, And, and the uh, musical episode of Buffy, of course. You know, oh, yeah. Buffy. Yeah. Yeah. That that's a show I need to go back and like revisit because I haven't watched that in so long. So I have to add there that to my like, list now. There's like four to five episodes in Buffy that are some of the greatest episodes of anything ever. Like the body, uh, once more with feeling, hush, um, conversations with dead people. It's so good that I somehow remember the names. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good uh, thing. That's a good thing. Yeah, yeah. So um, all the other weirdness aside just just taking the thing as it is um yeah fantastic fantastic stuff so yeah wow i could go Dude. on but i will yeah. stop <laughs> no I, I love hearing that and 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 know knowing what really drives you to do what you're doing oh um, one last one yeah, sure. creeps that was a big one. Oh yes that that's one that i feel like not that many people talk about anymore and it doesn't they need get to. enough love yeah they need and then to. of course slither later you know, oh yes kind of like an unofficial version of that you know in a lot of ways but like you know james gunn is of course a master as well and very definitely has had an impact on me as well oh yeah. yeah and um you know i can definitely see some of those tones in in the section that you have in here and i'm i want to see these other things that you have in mind so i, I hope they come to fruition and and whatnot um but going back to the world of anthologies um yes. Would you want to make another symphony? Is that something oh, that absolutely. you've yeah. you played around with the idea of um, knowing where it is now and how many people love this? Because I personally, I want multiple. <laughs> I want this to be my new VHS. <laughs> I mean, we would obviously love that. Uh, that's more up to our executive producers and the market and our distributors. But uh, I mean, I know that Speaking for me and my fellow filmmakers in the original symphony, we would love to do a sequel uh, to it uh, and expand on it uh, 100%. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I hope that happens because um, the characters that are in here are really cool. Um, you know, the ones that are mainly in the whole story um, and seeing where it goes and who's dictating everything that's happening in here is another thing that's really cool. Pay close attention. You realize all these things. Um a lot of anthologies don't really do that. Like they'll set up like the the main like thing in the beginning and then you'll get something in the end. But with this, it's like almost every single segment, like there's something intertwined with it. And it's it's so brilliantly done that they need to start taking notes from this. And if anybody hasn't seen this movie, you need to go and watch it right now. Like it's it's brilliant. I, I agree with Dustin on that. You should totally go go watch it. Yes. Um. Like the poster alone, like just looking at it, it's so 
beautiful. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I actually illustrated it. Um, I was begging, I was begging Mike and Seth. I was like, just let me, let me do it. Let me do it. And they were like, wait, 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 we're going to do it. Uh, originally, I did the one with the cello and the flames and the skull. That was our like pre-production one. But once I had the imagery from the trailer and like everybody's shorts, I was like, you know, and so I did that one. And, you know, I got notes from Mike and Seb and we collaborated um, and just really put a lot of love into it. Because I just I mean, everybody had such amazing imagery in each of their shorts that it was so much fun. Um, and then I kept bugging them and they let me do uh, each individual poster for um for for each of the shorts which awesome. actually got featured in a cool article on fangoria they actually released yeah. all of them yeah i think i saw that yeah that was, that was really really cool um i'm a sucker for really good posters as you can see I as am i i'm obsessed. a ton yeah um, i know you clearly love them I, <laughs> I, I don't have that. enough wall space i have so many posters over there that i'm like i need to get up on this wall how can i do that um <laughs> and this is one that definitely belongs belongs over there well, it's it's available if if you want one. Just tell me what size you want, and we're we'll oh yeah, it. man. I'll send you one. I'd love I'd love that. Um, yeah. and I guess kind of going on for more physical things. Is there any physical release of this, or is it strictly just yeah. on streaming? Um, actually, we have a DVD of it. Oh, that's right so sick. Yeah, that came out a while back. I don't know if they're still in stock anywhere, but uh, yeah, we. We actually had like a limited theatrical release, um, total tiered VOD release, and then the DVD release, which was amazing. And and now, uh, and then we were even more excited when we found out it was going to be on Screenbox, which, you know, we were kind of surprised, but like, we're like, oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, like me and Kimmy and everybody else, we were just so excited about it. We're like, you know, because it, it's kind of like being in a special club. Yeah, we'll, it's we'll your it's your club. own clubhouse, your new clubhouse. <laughs> yes, the horror the horror clubhouse. Um, because yeah, it's just so well curated and like with the the classics and and the new and the obscure. Uh, we were just so excited, and when we saw the list of what was coming in August, which we were on the list of, we're like, oh my god, you know, yeah, so cool. They, I don't know how, but they just somehow know how to pull these amazing films and another thing i have to say about screenbox that a lot of the other services if they're dedicated to like one type of genre or like a little bit broadening it a little bit is foreign films they have a lot of foreign movies that we yeah. wouldn't be able to see um if it wasn't for them and there's such cool ones you know yeah um you know like like that's the thing is a lot of people don't realize how many amazing foreign horror films and i mean any kind of for i mean one of my favorite uh foreign horror films that i came across is november i don't know if you've ever seen that it's from estonia mm -hmm. yeah um that one's amazing and then also um i had the good fortune i played uh with my ztv short which was another film that i made that i actually made a, a first issue of a comic book to go with it which was really cool Whoa, that's so sick so, yeah um uh, I got to know the the filmmaker, the director of uh, Krat. I don't know if you've ever seen that film, but it's know. like Krat's an amazing film that, and I had known what a Krat was because I had seen November because they had Krats in November, which are, are basically um, they they trap spirits through witchcraft mm -hmm. into these mechanisms that they make out of sticks and bones and skulls and like like the scythe the blade from a scythe or something and it like does yard work on their farms for yeah. and stuff <laughs> um 
but in Krat, the version that this particular filmmaker made, um, it's kind of like Mary Poppins meets Evil Dead. Oh, that and sounds it's these so interesting. Little kids that cause all these problems, and it's just like the craziest thing you've ever seen, you know. Um, so hopefully, Screenbox will be able to get a hold of that at some point. Throw well, that on there because it would make a great addition to any horror horror collection. I will say. All right, we'll send a bunch of emails and then I'll, I'll pull some strings. <laughs> yeah. And November is a really good one too. That a lot of people haven't seen. You know, uh, um, it's this gorgeous black and white kind of like doomed love story. You know, um, and it's just fantastic. Yeah. Oh yeah, and um, I have, once again I have to really say thank you to you and everybody else who put this film together, and made something so brilliant and touching in a way and something really relatable even though everything in here is very twisted um but life itself is very twisted it um, is so we've seen that especially over the last few years yes yes a lot <laughs> um so i just want to say congrats to all of you um oh, thank you so much dustin and other than the things that you mentioned that you have either written or hoping to make is there anything that's in the works right now that you can talk about yeah, I mean, I strangely, you know, with where we're at in development, what I, what I can say is I've got a couple shorts that may end up in another anthology that I'm really oh, excited nice. about that are actually larger in scope than Mother Love. Um, and um, but I'm super excited about that. And then also I've been developing several features um, and some of them lean into the realm of animation. Uh, oh. which is my past you know cool. i started in stop motion animation um at a place called reckless abandoned studios and um and i've even done uh if, if people look up my name on youtube and like stop motion or whatever uh, a bunch of my lego shorts will come up that i did with, oh i gotta like, check that stop out motion lego. wow it's fun stuff um so you know i've always wanted to like i've always kind of had a foot in a couple different directions um i got to work with my one of my best friends uh wes sneeringer on um on a motion comic section of one film um that did very well it was called um uh it was oh man <laughs> i'm blanking um it was called oh wow okay I, I'm, I'm <laughs> okay. totally blanking on this um, <laughs> wow yeah sorry uh it's all good <laughs> anyway you could maybe fix it we're not live are we no 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 we're not <laughs> live. <laughs> Um, but, um, oh man, I can't believe I'm blanking. It's the problem has been, I've been working on too many projects. <laughs> yeah, I understand. Yeah. There's a lot going on and it's you're... like, I've, I've just written scripts where I'm handing it out for notes and I get notes back and I'm like, I don't remember the characters names. That's how many things I'm writing right now. So it's like, it's, I probably need to like take some kind of, uh, natural ingredient that helps with retention or something. <laughs> <laughs> so my bad baby um, brains <laughs> yeah, yeah um but anyway the motion comic thing was really cool unfortunately my friend wes has he passed last year uh which was really sad um because now there's certain opportunities now based off of the work we did where he would be right here with me working on it and i just missed the hell out of him and, and wish he was here to kind of reap the benefit of that but um it's yeah, hard to hear that really really exciting projects coming up that I cannot talk about, but <laughs> I will say that they're varying in size and hopefully, you know, 
uh, with a bit of luck, uh, people will be seeing them over the next couple of years. So that's that's so awesome, yeah. Jason. This was a blast. I'm um, getting to I getting so to know fun. you, man, and yeah. talk about this film and see where it all started with you. It's it's so fun to do these and and kind of just go through the life very quickly. But you you learn so much from somebody just by what they've done growing up or what their parents are allowing them to see when they really shouldn't be seeing it. Oh, um, sure. I I know yeah. that far too well because of my son. There's definitely things that he has watched that he probably shouldn't watch. But hey, that's how we find the things that we love. We wouldn't be who we are if we didn't do that kind of stuff. It's um, true. It's true. And um, uh, so it's called Angel City Horror. That was the name of that. that oh, okay, okay, okay. Cool. <laughs> we bad. we got there. We found it. We got we there. I'm sorry, Matt. <laughs> oh um, man, that was great. But yeah, um, but it's actually a really great short. It did really well. It played like so many horror festivals and won awards. Um, and yeah, it just has these cool motion comic sections mixed in with the live action, and we transition between them, kind of like how Creepshow does. Yeah, um, yeah. You know, which I'm a huge, once again, a huge lover of of that as an anthology. And I would hope so. <laughs> well, and, and, and you know, we didn't necessarily talk about it specifically, but like Cat's Eye. Tales from the Dark Side, the movie, you know, those were major films for me growing up. Twilight Zone, the movie. Twilight Zone, yeah. Um, you know, and back then, you know, uh, anthologies actually had like big stars in them. You know, nowadays we've gone more indie with them, with VHS and all that kind of stuff. But I really do hope that at some point we can get back to some of these larger scale anthologies because um, I think they could do well. Yeah. Uh, with some recognizable faces you know like trick or treat you know it was amazing um uh something more like that it's just it's tougher to get the budgets these days uh you know uh but maybe maybe on the on the streaming services they'll be able to do them kind of like uh, cabinet of curiosities or something like that maybe yep. there's room in that space to kind of like go go bigger with this stuff because there's some uh definitely recognizable faces in those so yeah screen box i'm looking at you <laughs> yeah, come on, Screenbox. Let's let's make some horror. Hell yeah, yeah. This is a blast. Seriously, thank you for you know taking time out of your day to come chat. Oh, it's my pleasure, Dustin. Thank you so much for having me. I, I always love talking about horror, and especially to those who truly appreciate and love it. Uh, you know, we are we are a, a great group of folks, and uh, I, I love the horror community, and and uh, just want to give them uh, tasty things to enjoy. Oh yeah, and, to and... Keep enjoying all of all of the things that keep. I mean, we keep getting cooler and cooler horror. It's you know? true. Like, Indie like, has been thriving. Me, my God, you know, like yeah, like like seeing talk to me like a couple mm. months ago. I, I, it just, I didn't know my mind could be blown again like that. But like, they did so much with with so little, you know. Um, and it's just amazing. <laughs> I just yeah. love it so much. Yeah. And I've said this a lot and it still really like holds true, I feel, but like the future of horror right now is indie. You know, with how crazy people can get with their imaginations on such yeah. small amount of money and getting on services like Screenbox or any other services out there and getting a lot of eyes on there, even going into festivals and winning awards. With being in an indie film, um, with not having and big stars in it, you know? tons of money. I mean, look at Terrifier Two and Skinnamarink. I yeah, mean, yeah. Uh, horror will out. You know, <laughs> it's gonna. 
Um, and, and what's cool is those smaller films get to take more chances and do things that are unexpected. Yep. Um, and I think that's the real value in that. And then if they grow and become mainstream things, cool. I mean, that's what Halloween did. That's what Evil Dead did. You know, um, you look at what, you know, uh, Peter Jackson, who I should have mentioned earlier is another huge influence with Dead Alive and stuff oh, like yeah. that. Especially Crazy films. Cut, which is one of the greatest things ever. Um, yeah, like in The Frighteners, my God. Mm. Um, you know, but that's the cool thing is, and, in, in, you know, you have filmmakers like Sam Raimi and Peter Jackson that started off just doing crazy, like, like stuff, you know, practically from their basement. And then now they're these massive blockbuster film uh, makers. And it's just, it's just because uh, they're like such, you know, because I think with horror, like at least with a lot of horror, we're actually showing the things, you know yeah. what I mean? So we're naturally born to like do maybe some of the Star Wars or or a Marvel stuff later on or like some of those big films uh, or hopefully we get to do some bigger horror films, you know? Uh, yeah, yeah, it's, it's I'm, just, I'm all uh, for it. Yeah. Let's make it happen. Let's, let's, let's get horror it. everywhere. Yes. <laughs> uh, throw blood on everyone. Yes, blood. yes. I I I want to be covered in blood. Please, please. I'm begging you. It's Anybody fun. who wants me to be in their film, just cover me in blood. I'll be happy. <laughs> well, I might take you up on that. We always Hell yeah, man. I, I'm your guy. <laughs> yeah. I, I did one pitch video once. I think it was for a Clive Barker new blood contest or something where – I had I was like sitting in the traditional way and just pitching the film. And then all of a sudden the lights started to flicker and we had the like video glitch and the lights end up like going down and there's a demon behind me with full makeup and he like shoves his hand through my like chest and rips out that's my heart awesome. And, like, eats it. And then he like puked black like stuff into my mouth. We had a hose back there and it like filled up my mouth and that was just covered in like this black stuff and blood. And he just drops me to the ground and then glitches out. And then after a moment, I climb back up resurrected. And I'm like, we hope you can join us. You know, <laughs> That is so sick. Wow. And it was you... so much fun. You know, just getting covered in, in just like this sticky, crazy blood and, and other whatever that black fluid is. <laughs> Probably pure evil. We don't know. Yeah. It's best not to ask. You know. Wow. You definitely have imagination. So I, I hope these things get made. And I'm, I'm looking forward to these shorts um once you know they get announced and and whatnot it's great yeah, at this point i don't know if the shorts or the features will happen first because it's <laughs> just you know there's a lot of sharks circling everything so we'll see see what ends up happening but at any point something very cool will be made in the not too distant future we hope <laughs> that's awesome and congrats to you again and everybody oh, on symphony so and anything else that they're doing go check this out on Screenbox. it's on there now you should Stop this when you're done and go watch it. Um, this was great, Jason. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you to Screenbox as always for allowing these things to you know, happen. And um, stay scared, keep watching horror, and watch Symphony. All right. Thank you, Jason. Yeah. And uh, we will Thank catch you so everybody much, on the next one.